One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men TV. It is the build up show, Liverpool taking on Wolves this Sunday. It is the quarter past seven kickoff. And I'm informed by Ross that it's on Amazon. 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 Yeah. Last night, I was seeing what Christmas films were on Amazon, seeing what ones were on Netflix. And as I saw it, Liverpool Wolves, Sunday yeah. night. So that would have that's saving me a, a frantically scrabbling around my skybox looking for it on Sunday for the uh, for the for the commentary. Uh, anyway, look, I just want to say we are brought to you in association with eToro. Massive thanks to them for sponsoring the Redmen TV. They sponsor a number of Premier League clubs. Uh, so you may have seen the logo, but not know who they are. eToro is a global investment platform with over 16 million registered users, which offers everything from stocks, currencies, and commodities to cryptos like Bitcoin. Uh, if like me, you don't have the time to invest, uh, then you can use the eToro copy trader uh, feature so you can now copy top performing investors, meaning when they make a trade, you can make the same trade automatically uh, at no additional cost as well. Uh, in layman's terms, it means you can invest while getting on with your everyday life. If you've thought about investing, then be sure to use eToro. Use the link in the description to learn more about eToro. Yes, thank you very much indeed. Uh, right, we're going to dive into things. Yeah, Liverpool, uh, Wolves, Ross joins me in the studio for this, but don't worry, Mr. Chris Pajak is here, live by Satellite Link Up. There he is indeed. He's in the DVD bunker. Yeah, um, and, and John Machen's in the art gallery, uh, ready for this one as well. Um, Chris, hi. Hi, mate. You okay? Can I have a seat, Ross? Let's <laughs> keep it warm for you, mate. Um, <laughs> kind of fart in it. <laughs> there we go. Well, there you go. At least you've met the page at home. Um, that's all. Um, Chris, I think it's fair to say we're all feeling much happier about life, the universe, and everything after the midweek win. Life's lovely. Life's great, isn't it? You know, you put in a good performance against the top European sides, and then all of a sudden it doesn't matter about the injuries and the, however many people are out. Is it still nine? Um, Give or take first teamers or first first team squad that are out at the moment. Fifteen, I think it is in total that we've had over the course of the season so far, and we're like ten games into the league season. Um, but now a win means everything, doesn't it? And this and the type of performance. Now, will we be able to keep that level of consistency up? That is probably for me, Paul, the, the big question uh, going into this weekend because we saw what happened after the Leicester result. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's it's funny that we have this conversation increasingly infrequently because Liverpool have been so good over so many years, Dad. But it does it, you know. It's mad how it creeps into your into your mood and 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 your and your life when when the Reds aren't absolutely, you know outwinning every game of football of course but I think because of the injury stuff and the injuries stacking up it, it does it, it, it weighs it weighs heavy on you because you start to wonder whether Liverpool are going to be able to just you know to put a team out without a severe drop in drop in form drop in the level the Ajax thing will have allayed a lot of fears yeah absolutely it's easy to fall into this so the world's against us sort of mentality uh, <clears throat> with the injuries and particularly the way some of the injuries happened 
um, it, it, it uh, produces a sort of level, a cloud of pessimism over everything. So a good win really wakes you up and makes you realise that these players are desperate to win. So, you know, um, if they can win football matches, they will. And that will cheer us all up. Yeah, yeah, 100% yeah, agree with all anyway. that. I don't know whether you can see Ross is desperately trying to point the laptop in, which is... <laughs> which is putting the entire endeavour together for us. This is quality. Absolutely quality. Yeah. You sorted it, nailed it. I mean, and what I like is Ooh. that you tried to do it subtly and then completely yeah. gave up on that. Um, yeah. I saw it come back, to, come back to him and he's like, ah, no, what's happening? It's just, wing <laughs> it! <laughs> Sliding off the screen. Um, so yeah, that, 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 that's very much a thing. Right, we're going to talk about the Reds in a minute, but uh, we've got a very special guest who's going to drop into the show right now. We've got Matt from Talking Wolves, uh, who's here to give us a little bit of an insight uh, into what is oh, going to be happening around is he? this game. <laughs> He's in, laughing. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, um, Matt, um, obviously, look, devastating, devastating injury to Raul Jimenez uh, at, at the weekend. Um, that's, a, I mean, look, there's no other way to slice it. It's a massive blow. Yeah, I think it really changed the dynamic of our season. Um, it's been it's been a really weird start to a season. Um, I think if you'd have said to me uh, at the start, you'll you'll keep Jimenez, you'll keep Neves, you'll keep Traore, but you'd lose Jota and Doherty, I would have been happy. I think there's a bit there's been a little bit of bitterness because Jota's obviously come to you guys and done absolutely fantastically. Whereas at Wolves, who was really struggling to get into to the team at the end of his tenure, but. It's 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 been mental. We've not played well at all, but we've still had a really good start. And the past two games, Nuno's gone with a four at the back, which he's never done at Wolves. And yeah. everything kind of just seems up in the air. But when we've gone to the four at the back, we look a completely different side. We look like we can really hurt teams. And that's been the problem with Wolves. The handbrake's been on. It's very regimented and... You know, if, if we don't concede, we can't lose. And that's not what this Wolves team should be about. We've got players who can hurt teams. But the, the Jimenez injury really does change the dynamic. It's a massive blow. And selfishly, you think, I hope he can. I hope he comes back this season. But more importantly, you just got to hope that he's OK. And, and thankfully, it looks like he is. Yeah, fingers crossed on all that. And obviously, you mentioned Diogo Jota. Be remiss not to get your, your thoughts. I, I, the the tone I tend to, I saw from Wolves fans with the and you kind of hinted it there. You know, he was inconsistent. He wasn't really in the team toward the back end of uh, of, of his Wolves career. Yeah. You should probably looked at the amount of money on paper. Gone. Oh, that's a that's a brilliant amount of money. Um, did you expect them to be quite this good for Liverpool so far? I don't. I don't think I expected him to be as good. Um, from the get-go, but I think over over the coming years, he probably would be playing at a, a tremendous level. With, with Jota, he's the ultimate confidence player. On his day, when he's full of confidence, he's unbelievable. And I, I loved watching him play. He's so direct. He runs at players, he takes players on. But when it's, when it's not his day, he's like playing with 10 men. And Nuno had kind of already come to terms around May, June, July time that Jota could go if the right if the right bid come in. I think the I think the, the fee was was great. Um, you know, we signed him for twelve million. He's played a massive part in Wolves' rise, but he'd kind of fallen out of favour. And, and Neto was the man who was starting ahead of him, who 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 is a tremendous player too. So 
I didn't think he'd, he'd hit the ground running as well as he did. But you know what? I'm glad he, I'm glad he has because he's, he's a tremendous talent, but he's playing in a better side. He's playing in a side that attack from the front. So he's going to get more goals. I think that probably helps his cause um, a lot more than it did at Wolves because he had to do a lot of defending at Wolves, a lot of tracking back, a lot of pressing. Whereas at Liverpool, I think he, he's got a bit of a, a free role to do what he wants. And you know what? Fair play to him. He's kicked on. For me, I'm there and I'm looking at it and going, you know, sometimes I think we as footy fans always think there's a winner and a loser in a transfer deal. And yeah. I think you can have two winners. I think yeah, the fee was really it. good for Wolves, wasn't it? Yeah. I think, you know, you've got the you know the fee for us and what we're getting in return so far, it looks like a bit of a steal. But you would, yeah, I think for some reason, we always think there's got to be a winner and a loser. And sometimes it can just work out well for both because he wasn't in the side. He may not have kicked on for Wolves. He may not have been the right player to take them forward. And yet he might be the right sort of piece that Liverpool needed, Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I agree with that one. Um, but tell us a little bit more then about um, what, what you have got available then for this game, if you don't mind, Matt. Obviously, Pedro Neto's there for your top available goal scorer. Um, three goals and two assists in the league so far this, yeah. this season. We, we saw a little bit of how good he could be at Anfield last year. He obviously left a little bit disappointed because of because of VAR and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, um, Is he going to be the main threat? I think... I think the onus is on the is on Traore, Pedence, and Neto as as a three. We've seen Wolves go to a back four um, and then play a two in midfield and then a three, then a one. Which although we've only played it for two games, we look a lot better and a lot more exciting. We look a little bit hairy at the back, but I don't mind that if you're actually going for teams and, and attacking. But Neto is a, is a fantastic talent. He's he's I think that. He's not at the levels Jota is now, but I think he would be, will be the better player eventually. He's, he's phenomenal. But I think the onus isn't just on him. And let's forget he's 19, 20 himself. He's only, he's only a puppy. Um, but Pedence, Traore and him have all got to step up to the mark. But it looks like Fabio Silva's going to lead the line again. He, he's 18. He costs a lot of money, 35 million from Porto. A lot of question marks raised around the fee. Was it a Mendes brown paper deal? Um, still <laughs> remains to be seen, but he's um, he did really well against Arsenal. And um, I'm, I'm just looking forward to seeing what we can do because I think if there's any, if there's a time to beat Liverpool, if there's a time, I think it's now with all the injuries you've got. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And just just lastly, I want to talk about um, Connor Cody, if you don't mind, mate. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure you guys love him, uh, love him to death. It's funny that you know, obviously, as a former Liverpool player, he's starting to come back into sort of people's eye line again. Um, particularly Liverpool having some major defensive issues at the moment. <laughs> um, the big, the big, the big thing I saw about Connor Cody was. Can he play in a four at the back? Uh, because obviously he's played three at the back for years and he's been a perfect fit for that, really. What, I mean, in the obviously relatively limited experience you've seen of that, do you think he's he's got the ability to play in a four as much as he has in a three? Well, we've seen him play in a four for England through circumstance when Maguire got sent off and he did all right. And he's only played a four in the back once for Wolves uh, under Nuno and that was against Arsenal. And again, he did really well. There was question marks whether he could adapt because... He's not, a, he's not a physical specimen like you'd have a traditional centre-half in a back four, but I think what he, he lacks in maybe agility, he more than makes up for in leadership and, and he's, he's reading of the game. He's, he's so aware and he's just, he's just amazing. Like Wolves fans absolutely adore him. And I think since he's come into the England setup, he has become a bit of a nation's sweetheart. He's just, whatever he says, like people latch on to him. 
I think I think the, the jury's still out for him in the back four, as is all the other defenders, because it's new. But I have no qualms that he won't adapt um, and, and be great in that back four. It's just um, he's, he's just a joy to have around the place. He really is. He's a born leader. Yeah, absolutely. And everyone loves a bit of, a bit of banter with Karen as well. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, mate, uh, for, before we go, we'll put you on the spot so you can get slaughtered in the comments. Have you got a uh, score for the <laughs> I'm never back against Wolves, um, but I think I think it could be quite an open game. I think it'll be both teams actually going for it. So... Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with two one walls. Slaughter me in the comments, but I'm not gonna go against my own side. Quality uh, and Chris is doing a little collab with you later on. Where where are people gonna be able to check that out? Um, you can check that out on Talking Walls across YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and you can follow me at M Cooper Rights on Twitter. Amazing! Thanks so much for your time, Matt. Cheers, uh, wonderful stuff. I'm really Cheers, that way. Um, great, right? Okay, let's uh, get back into it, Ross. Mm. Um, <laughs> Fans back in the ground, and um, there's talk that like BT Sports are going to go back to n- natural sound and all this kind of stuff. 2009, it is a drop in the ocean, but it makes me feel so. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be, I mean, in both ways, it's going to be funny and it's going to be really annoying. All the like, like all the people who go to Glasgow and can't shut up about it for two weeks afterwards. All the 2,000 people <laughs> who've been at that game are going to be absolutely unbearable in the days. Like, oh, like they're talking about this magical spiritual. Jane has been on but yeah I am really jealous I'm not one of them I'd tell you should be I'd be the same about it. if I was going to a football game it yeah. will be interesting how I'm funny you know I think a lot of people got excited the fact that you can hear the plays you can hear Jürgen Klopp some people don't like it I found some of it interesting um, but to hear fans who just you know that one fella who always shouts that shite will 100% be in that crowd <laughs> yeah. 100% like no matter where he'll be in there but um, it's, it's a step forward we spoke about it last week and stuff like that it's, like, you know, it's not great it won't be what we're used to but it's better than having nobody in there, and you know it's it's about the bigger picture in, in these things. So to have them in there to you know to witness something for the even for the players, you know it's a it's a big step for them to you know celebrate a goal and have someone to run to. Yeah. It might, again, it might not be the same, but you know that's what you know Liverpool are, are like of embracing their own fans. Yeah, I know it's just great, and, and you really we've no idea what to expect from this dad and what it's gonna what it's gonna look like really. What it's gonna sound like? We're told that the vast majority are gonna be in the cop, and then there'll be some of the more like you know the the, the posture seats are still going to be available in the main stand and all that kind of stuff. So it, it, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating exercise. You know, anyone who, who who turns up and is on the cop is going to and is caught not singing is probably going to be going to be um, drawn and quartered at the end of this one. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, there's so you have to stand up in the cop. You can't sit down, which is what I stopped going in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's going to be strange. I've really no idea what to expect, whether the sound's just going to echo in the big open spaces and sound dreadful, or or whether it's just going to be so quiet you won't hear it. I I just don't know what to expect. I can't imagine it's going to be like... um, sucking three goals into the net like it used to be when with 27,000 people in there so uh, <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah definitely I um yeah it's a it's a it's a tricky one this isn't it Chris I mean you know we've this is we looked at the heads of the fixtures and how they how they were all sort of spread out in this first run the first half of the season and this week was one that was identified very early on particularly once we obviously knew the Champions League games well Ajax Wolves back to back they are in their own ways winnable but they're also very much, you know, they're, they're, 
we've gotten through the Ajax test. We've seen Wolves are a very, very good side and they've given us some, you know, we've managed to get the best of them recently, but but they have more than the capability of giving us a bloody nose here. Absolutely. I mean, it's their best start to a season, I think, in the top flight since late 70s, early 80s, something like that, 17 points. They're only four points behind us in the league. You know, and and yeah, you can you can say that you know everyone's it's you know the league's quite close and everything like that. But you know, Wolves have had a, a few good results there. Obviously, they've beaten they've beaten Arsenal most recently. Um, Liverpool will have had a game plan for our Wolves to play Wolves, and we have done over the last couple of years. But that game plan's not there anymore. You know, it's an, it's a new Wolves formation that we're likely to come up against. Um, albeit it's a four-two-three-one, which we've come up against loads and loads of times. But wouldn't surprise me if Nuno did something a little bit different there so um with the with the amount of minutes that's in everybody's legs and with it being a tough get a tough size a good side then it could be quite difficult for liverpool but remember equally i suppose that this is maybe the biggest break we've had for what seems like a while now uh, in between yeah. games um you know hendo himself was laughing at it wasn't he after the after the midweek game we were four days that's like a holiday for us uh which is which is good um because if they're laughing and nice been able to train yeah, well, yeah. that's the thing. We've not trained for two weeks properly. You know, there's there's not been any work on, on, on anything, has it? So, yeah, maybe a day in Kirby. It might be the first day in Kirby we've ever had of actual training. Uh, we've yeah. played that yeah. many games recently. So, yeah, it should. Uh, I'm hoping that because of that, uh, we come out and put a good performance in. Yeah, and just, just to add to that point that Chris has made there, the game next week in midweek is, you know, because it's a dead rubber now, mm-hmm. you're not thinking, you know, go into the Wolves game and then have one eye on the next game. You know, like Genie Van Alden, for example, you know, and Walker on too. You're not saying to him, well, we'll need him next week to get his qualification for the Champions League. That's done now. Yeah. So you can go all out in this one and just give everyone a rest in it, which you know, is essentially another week, isn't it? Yeah, no, I completely agree with that one. Yeah, and, and who exactly gets the start? We're not sure now, but we will have a chat through it because once again, Liverpool do go into this with several selection headaches to put the ball that mildly. Um, yes, uh, trivia question before we head into the break. Uh, in the Premier League era, we have had three goalkeepers who've also played for Wolverhampton Wanderers name them uh, before we let you have a little look at our wonderful exclusive Brendan Rodgers Rise and Fall documentary available on the RedmanTV.com A tale of what might have been really you know a young up and coming manager from Swansea Brendan Rodgers will be taking over the Liverpool hot seat Brendan is a top manager for me Incredible highs Liverpool are playing some of the best football anyway. Some of my most enjoyable days. No doubt there was a tinge of jealousy. We think everyone felt Liverpool were going to go on and, and win the title. Unbelievable lows. He deserves so much, you know, to win a title. It was the worst thing that could have happened for Liverpool in that time. It was always going to be difficult to replace him. Liverpool as a club wasn't competing. <laughs> Everything went wrong there at the end. It kind of deteriorated that relationship. Liverpool decided to terminate the contract of manager Brendan Rodgers. He was difficult for Brendan. Brendan was learning on the job. Great coach, fantastic training sessions on the, the training pitch. I was proud to, to be part of it. Hey, 
Yes, there you go. The Brendan Rodgers, the rise and fall of Brendan Rodgers, Liverpool FC is streaming exclusively on the RedmenTV.com. If you want to go over there and subscribe, you get access to our fully functional Liverpool streaming service. Loads of docs, loads of fantastic in-depth interviews. Uh, I sat down recently with Jamie Carragher as well. We did a three-part uh, In Your Life series with their former Liverpool CEO, Peter Moore, and loads of other amazing things, both in video and in podcast form. So we've got you covered as well as obviously weekend uh, weekend content where uh, looking back at the games uh, and everything, every aspect of Liverpool Football Club is covered. So make sure you get over and get subscribed. Uh, there is also an amazing month of competitions coming up for subscribers uh, to the website. Uh, it relates to the things behind us. Uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, I'll explain a little bit more at the end of the show, so stay tuned for all that. Uh, but yes, the trivia question was in the Premier League era with three goalkeepers who've also played for Wolves. This is a this is not an easy question. I don't think I'd have got this at all, to be honest. But has anyone got any? Uh, Chris, have you got any answers you want to throw in there? No. No. I, I, no. The only... Like, no. no. I No. Nothing. No. Scott Carson? No. I mean, good, at least you're naming goalkeepers, which is a good, which is a good start. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Participation award for... Brad Friedel. David James. <laughs> All, all good shouts, but all incorrect. Um, There's not, not many more. Hooper, yeah, he played for us. Yeah, seventh. Lonergan, as we've had in the Premier League era. Um, Lonergan to show. Andy Lonergan, correct. Oh, go ahead. Well done, shot from downtown. Um, Paul Jones, which I had no idea about whatsoever. And if you, if you want it, if you get a sigh at that one, <laughs> the third answer is Jorgen Nielsen. <sighs> yeah, there wow. you go. Yeah, if anyone got that right in the comments, my God, uh, give yourselves a massive pat on the back for that one. That is a... Uh, champion, perhaps, that. Yeah, yeah. unreal, unreal. Um, yes, okay, Ross, the game then, uh, and Liverpool. Um, Quivine... Kevin Kelleher. Kevin! Kevin! Um, he did absolutely everything in his power to put himself in goal for this game, I think, with his performance against Ajax. Absolutely. Um, he didn't put a foot wrong. I think we were all collectively shit ourselves when his name was on the team sheet and, mm-hmm. you know, he, he proved us wrong. I think the important thing to remember with him is he's not going to be like that forever. You know, he will have good and bad games, much mm-hmm. like Nico Williams. So, you know, prepare yourselves for that, but mm-hmm. don't slander him at the same time. Yeah. Um, I think the important thing is, I know Chris mentioned this, and it's the one thing I took from Klopp's pre-match presser, was the fact that he's a ball-playing goalkeeper. Yeah. You don't have to change the system. I was comfortable when he had the ball at his feet. I'm sure Wolves would look to exploit that and put pressure on him yeah. and, you know, give him as less time as, as he's got the ball at his feet. But he's learning. He's learning on the Premier League watch, which we don't like. But what's the alternative? And it spoke volumes for me that Adrian didn't start at the weekend. I don't think you chop and change goalkeeper that much. Therefore, he starts again for me. There was a possibility, wasn't there, Dad, that, you know, you give Kelleher that game because, again, if, if it goes wrong, you've still got the Midtjylland game to fall back on in the Champions League. So you can afford... It's the, the last option you've got there to try a new player out. But... I can't imagine, you know, I think if it goes wrong there, you can just bring Adrian in for this because Adrian is a known quantity. But I think, again, on the Kelleher stuff, I don't see the point of changing the goalkeeper again now. He's had a good game. I think the style of play that Wolves play, I think we're going to need to put a ball-playing goalkeeper much more. This is not like playing a Sam Allardyce team where they're going to do everything in their power to upset him and, and, and get on his toes and cause him problems. This, for me, I think Ajax and Wolves follows actually quite nicely stylistically for someone like Kelleher. 
Yeah, I mean, the only thing that could have gone wrong would be he, he froze on the night, you know, and he, yeah. he made mistakes and got worse from there on. Uh, but he, he had a very good game. And I, what we know is he's a very good goalkeeper. Uh, mm-hmm. He's got all, all the sort of basics right. And he's got a nice sort of attitude to it. And he's uh, got a very calm personality. Um, you know, he can catch a ball and he can... Uh, he's a, a, uh, Klopp said he's a very good shot stopper and he's got two good feet I noticed he did, he wasn't troubled on either foot yeah. um, so that that's a real advantage so you know I, I have no problems with him playing I, I, I won't even think about him if he's, he's in the if Adrian's in the team I'll be worried a bit um, yeah. uh, because he's made mistakes and you don't know whether he's going to make another one Kelleher, you know, I'm, I'm not the slightest bit worried about him yet. I mean, who knows? I might be in the future, but at the moment, I'm not. Well, yeah, well, exa- exactly. There's nothing you can do about those kind of things, is there? But Chris, it's the the, the what we've seen from Allison. I think in the last couple of weeks, and it goes back to the Leicester game as well. Is that? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. We've utilized his sweeper-keeperness. Um, to to its most and I think that's helped kind of alleviate the pressure on the back four a little bit and I wonder whether that's another reason why particularly Wolves if they're going to play you know the front three that was kind of that was kind of mentioned by Matt earlier you know it's not like they're going to have a target man they're going to be playing similar to week so they did in midweek really they're going to be looking to get him behind so having having Kelleher on his toes is a far more is a far better prospect, I think, again than having Adrian in that situation. Yeah, certainly. I think I don't think it'll have been thought about specifically for this game, um, but I do think that it it is what we want to do moving forwards. Um, if Allison's going to be unavailable, that is, uh, because obviously you know Virgil Van Dijk and Joe Gomez are faster, I think, than Fabinho and Joel Matip, and they're able to cover that space a little bit better. They're able to read the game slightly better as well, maybe. Um, although Matip. I think, 
I think is a really good covering defender. Um, so yeah, I think it just kind of makes sense, doesn't it? You'd have a goalkeeper in there who's going to who's going to be comfortable on the edge of his area, who's going to be okay with passing the ball. Because the last thing you really want, let's be honest, as a fan of Liverpool Football Club, is to see Adrian on the edge of the area with the ball at his feet. I mean, that that is a nightmare scenario as a fan to see, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. If, if Adrian wasn't dead and buried by being by being biffed off for a twenty-two year old and try goalkeeper Chris Pajak has just kicked dirt and has lost his lifeless corpse. Um, the, uh, yeah, Ross. I mean, look, it, it, you know, we'll, we'll find out about the suitability of Keller. And the only way we can do it is for him to play games, of course. Uh, one man who has probably played too many games um, is one Genie Wijnaldum. Unless something major happens in terms of players coming back off the treatment table, and there is a slight chance of, a, of you know Naby and Trent maybe coming in as reinforcements, this might might just be a day or two too soon. But I can't see where Ginny Van Adams getting arrested in any other circumstance, unless we do another. Taki Minamino drops into midfield for the game. Yeah, and I said before, you know, with the Midland being a dead rubber, that conversation's a lot easier all of a sudden, isn't it? You know, your boy from confidence, I think, you know, even the 93rd minute of that game, Genie was busting the gut, which is just absolutely incredible. I think it was six games in 17 days, and yeah, he's still there, uh, you know, bombing forward, which is incredible. I think he, I think the conversation's easier to say, Genie, just one more time. There's no nobody left to Midland fucking take a week off, mate, because we don't need you. And arguably, you know, you've got probably Fulham then. With people coming back, you know, just the, the options are a bit more for Genie. You say, listen, go now, have the conversation, and then you can have a, you can have a big rest. Um, because there's no one else, Paul. No, no, there is no one else. Um, what you do, you know, unless, like you said, you put Tacky in there, maybe Bobby. Um, but, you know, it's it's not tried and tested. It's, it's, it's not worked against a very good side. Had this been Fulham, maybe, you know, you could argue Genie can have a rest. We'll try the tacky stuff or Shakiri midfield, maybe. But we don't do that now. Yeah, it does feel very much like this, doesn't it, Dad? Is it, it this is it's just one more? I mean, it's not because you know Midland's still a game, and it's still a game, and there's getting still two two games a week for the foreseeable for the foreseeable future. But in terms of this run, where we might touch lucky, and and, and by the time Fulham comes around, we have got one or two more back. Right now, it doesn't look like there's going to be enough to really to, to pull Genie out the firing line. So it is that thing of just go just go hard for one more ninety minutes. Yeah, I mean, if he plays against Midgieland, you'll know that they're making him play until he signs a contract. Um, <laughs> yeah. But that's what, that's when he'll get his rest, probably. Um, yeah. The bigger question for me is not whether he'll play, because him and Henderson are probably the only two senior midfield players fit. It's yeah. whether if Naby Cater's fit, he comes in for instead of Curtis, given the yeah. fact that Curtis has, has clearly been better than him so far this season. Yeah, that, yeah, that is a big challenge. And again, you've got to be careful with this. Midgieland's an option, isn't it, Dad, for, for, for that rest and rotation? But you, again, we've still got... I'll, I'll, be, I'll be playing the gardeners and the cleaners and the... the well, yeah, yeah. And I think I think we all was in theory. But the problem is, of course, is that you've still got to have, still got to have lads out there. It's all well and good going, oh, Midgieland, write it off. But, you know, we've only got so many players actually available, you know, that we can actually use in these circumstances. I mean, I wonder whether Yasser Larucci comes in off the cold, off the off the B list or whatever, like, but, you know, it, we, we're going to have, we're still going to have to manage this carefully because who one one of Henderson Jones and um Genie's probably gonna have to play in midweek. Well, who knows? Who knows? Who cares really to be honest? 
Yeah. Oh, Sal, there you go. Uh, yeah. um, I, don't, I don't think Naby's in the conversation for this weekend, to be perfectly honest. And, and, and to add to that, you're saying rotation stuff. Michelin's a good game for those players who've been injured to come back in yeah. and you know you don't you don't have to bust a gut in that game 60 minutes for, for Cates but again the problem is because it's a Champions squad because you have to name a certain amount of players you know you can't just go chuck all the kids out because you haven't got that many players yeah yeah absolutely the thing is though you don't have to play them all in their proper positions like if you're short a midfielder throw a centre back in throw Keller in there he's two footed it's a it's a complete dead rubber like yeah. just if if Henderson and Wijnaldum have to play, put somebody else in the position, even if he's not a midfielder. That's simple. Because yeah. we can't yeah. be yeah. using these lads for that game. We just should not be using these lads for that game at all. Yeah, we're going to end up with Gini Wijnaldum's death will play in both games now. We've said all this, isn't he? Um, yeah, obviously, fingers crossed in terms of injuries at times of recording. Uh, Rob obviously had a very heavy ankle knock but played through the game. Um, we, that should mean that he's capable of going again, but also we nobody knows at this point because, you know, Thiago Alcantara. Um, Trent might be back. Naby might be back. No one knows what's happened to Shane Shaqiri. James Milner's likely out. Allison will miss out. Oxford Chamberlain still, obviously still Virgil. Gomez and I, we've been told about Thiago Ross uh, at uh, in Klopp's press conference recently. He's just said he's sometimes he trains, sometimes he doesn't. It's a few weeks. So uh, we had this conversation last week. Where I'd like, I just want to know. It's not what I wanted to know now. Yeah. Uh, now that I know it, I'm not sure that's what I wanted to hear. But at least we can. We can we can at least switch off to the Thiago thing for for a few weeks. It's pro- you're probably looking at January before we get him back anywhere near consistently. Yeah, everyone everyone wanted clarification and then weren't happy with the clarification because it was shit news. Yeah. But you know you, you, can, you can carry on with your life now, can't you? Because you know you know what the, what the score is. I think there was loads of conspiracy theories and he was out for the season and all this bollocks. Like at least at least you just know. I don't think the club helped themselves of being coy on certain things because he got asked the game before and he just completely ignored it which is why which is why I was asked again and he said I need to clarify it which is fine um, it's all made worse by the fact of, of the list you just named that list is ridiculous of, of the amount of injuries that we've got and because he's, he's such a good player and we sit him for you know 45 minutes because he carried on in that game I think Ben made the point on the show this week of saying maybe the club are slightly at fault for letting him carry on with that game or maybe he's just gone oh I'm fine yeah. but it turns out he hasn't torn anything because he hasn't broken anything we all assume that he's, that he's sound well it shows that he's made of the right stuff to be a Liverpool player yeah. because you know Klopp always talks about that lads who just go through the, the pain barrier and you can see and Thiago having seen Virgil go off he's probably thinking oh go on Noel and it's also funny the, that pass he played for Mane yeah. was played with basically a, a, what looks like a, 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 a tweak of the Crucial ligaments, which shows his quality. We've also been teased by the fact that he's walking around the Baltic market and doing Q and A's on, on, oh, on yeah, the socials yeah. and stuff. You think, oh, well, he's not dead. Like smiling on the, the stairs at the extra training yeah, centre. Like, well, if he can do that, get get him on the pitch to play Premier League football for us, and it just doesn't work like that, does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't. Unfortunately, um, but right, okay. We uh, the game obviously is the Sunday night game. What we do know, um, Dad, is the Tottenham play uh, just before Tottenham with the half four kickoff playing at Arsenal North London derby. Um, Defo want to have an eye on ahead of our game. Yeah, it's, it's just a pity Arsenal have dropped away so badly and uh, <laughs> well, basically this season. Uh, yeah. Arteta had them playing well towards the back end of last season, gave us a few problems, and but this season they've just they've just been found out, haven't they? Um, yeah. And he's now talking about another three years before he can have his own team on the pitch or something. Nonsense. <laughs> Ah, he's just Brendan. He's just Brendan. Yeah. Spanish Brendan Rodgers. So you would expect Tottenham to win that. So, 
You would, you would very much, wouldn't you? Um, but the one thing that, that's going, I mean, and, and I wouldn't put too much stock in this, Chris, is that Spurs don't have a great record in those games. Um, and, you know, sometimes those in derbies, you, you, you just have those hoodoos that are, in, that are hard coding to a DNA of a football team. I wouldn't be putting any money on anything less than a, than a Spurs win there. But it being a derby, it gives me some hope that something mad might at least happen in our favour. Yeah, exactly. It's hope, but it's maybe a fool's hope um, because Mourinho and Spurs at the moment are miles better than Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal are in complete and utter disarray. Um, they are not looking anywhere near like the side that Arteta started them looking like. They seem to have lost their style as well as their substance. Um, they're just terrible, a terrible football inside. And to be honest with you, I'm not even sure they make the top 10 if they carry on like this. That'd be hilarious. But they put lots of crosses in, Ross, which is yeah. which is an important metric, apparently. They put their top striker on the wing and they put loads of crosses in. That's great, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but don't worry, because it's the NLD. The North London Derby. Boom. It's a it's hashtag. It's made for a hashtag. Um, and that's why it's so popular. It's like them. when they stopped calling Upton Park, Upton Park for its last ever year and then pretended it had always been called the bowling. And then, no, we've always said the bowling. No, you haven't. You've called it Upton Park and everyone in the country's called it Upton Park for years. What are you doing? And now all of a sudden he's got the NL- NLD. Or like why why when they're doing movie releases, it's not like December 15th, it's December 15th. That's not how you say days and months. I'm sorry, in no way, in no world. So that so that'd be a thing. Anyway, NLD this weekend, half four, Liverpool quarter past seven. Um Ross, what do you think the score is gonna be? Uh two one Liverpool. Great, Dad. Two one, yeah, close. Chris Page, yeah. Three nil Liverpool. Nice, Callahan assist. No, why not? Why not? I'll I'll take I'll take a two 0 to the Reds in this. And Shakiri to come back from whatever portal he's clambered through, um, his dark material style. I think he just goes somewhere else. That's why you never know if he's injured or not. He's just that's his life. He's just cutting a thing, going straight into another world, disappearing for a couple of weeks, living life large, coming back through. I'm fit and available, boss. Um, so Chikini's on the bench. Literally, yeah. I think he's taking lockdown too, literally. Yeah, yeah. So I don't leave the house. I and think we're in tier now too, mate. There's a chance that the door handles are too high in the new training centre and he's just been locked out this whole time. <laughs> 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 um, but we'll find out um, if he, when, he, when he randomly appears on the substance beds as he has wanted to do. Um, yes, I mentioned it earlier on, by the way, so you can see this more clearly on, on, on YouTube, but obviously if you're listening in, in podcast, I'll explain it as best as possible. We've got a month worth of prize giveaways for our subscribers to the RedmanTV.com. If you go in at club legend level, you get not only access to our Liverpool streaming service and all those documentaries, weekly videos, interviews, etc., etc. Uh, you also get access to the exclusive Discord group, so you can have a chat with us. You get free merchandise off our store. Uh, if and when we're able, finally able to get back in the room with people again, two free tickets to any one of our live events as well. A whole host of bonus features. But we've got these competitions, so we've got uh, right behind me, we've got a signed Liverpool T-shirt signed by the captain himself, Jordan Henderson. That is a prize that's available. So if you 
you want to sign up um, and become a club legend, you're entered into this prize draw. We've got four weeks worth of draws. As I say, you can get um, red men sweatshirts, mugs. There's a signed John Barnes print in there as well. There are uh, exclusive things that you won't find anywhere. One one of a kind prizes. Uh, so you can get some stuff for yourself at Crimbo or just chase up around the festive period. And uh, yeah, if you sign up uh, to Club Legend, not only do you get all that stuff, but yeah, it's a world exclusive as well. There's loads of amazing prizes, including that incredible, incredible uh, signed Jordan Henderson Champions T-shirt. And we'll put a link in the description underneath for that. Uh, so you can go straight to there and, and sign up and support everything that we do. We always talk about this. Uh, the YouTube stuff and the and the stuff on podcast is completely free, but it's funded by you guys. But we don't ask for something for nothing. We give you as much value as possible. And yes, we're adding in the chance to win once in a lifetime prizes as well. Uh, so yes, thank you so, so much. Thank you, of course, to eToro again. Uh, the link for that will be in the description underneath. Uh, and yeah, we'll, we will be back uh, with plenty more to come uh, this week. We've got the start of the 11 prediction. We'll be out as well. And we'll be doing a live uh, watch along for the game at the weekend as well. So tune in from 7 p.m. for the watch along. Uh, and we'll see you there. Ta-da.